Now, Encountering Hope. The region of Conti Mansisk is located in western Siberia, a region known for its subarctic climate. Temperatures can reach well over 90 degrees in a summer that is all too short, yet plunge to double digits below zero in winter. But this harsh climate does not deter faithful SGA-supported missionary pastors. They're intent on reaching the unreached with the gospel. Alexander is one such pastor. He recently shared about reaching remote villages via motorboat. Their trip began in Conti Mansisk, followed by a flight to Beriozovo. They then boarded the boat. The next morning, I flew to Beriozovo from Kanti Mansiisk. Another brother met me at the airport, and we went to the river port together, and then went to Tegi by his motorboat. On our way there, we struck the river bottom and had to begin to row due to the lack of rain and low water. When we arrived in Tegi, brothers and sisters were already waiting for us. We were having worship services daily for two weeks. Unfortunately, not all could be present, as some were ill. Some were in the woods due to the season of picking berries and mushrooming. Those who missed our fellowships had personal meetings with me, and some of them called me and asked for a meeting. They shared their worries and asked for prayer. We studied the topics of sin, God, Jesus, and mercy. I exhorted them to strongly believe in salvation through Jesus Christ at our group meetings. And Alexander's ministry didn't end there, but branched out into discipleship and evangelism with individuals. Andrei and his family used to be steeped in Orthodox beliefs. He asked me questions, and we checked them with the help of the Word of God. They have one child of their own and four adopted children. Andre also grew up in an orphanage. He used to rear adopted children before his repentance. He brought them up the way he saw it in the orphanage, but he did not receive the expected result. When Andre repented, the Holy Spirit convicted him, and he asked his adopted children to forgive him. He did it with tears in his eyes. He visited me and asked for advice as our lives are similar. Daniel, an older son of Andre, expressed his wish to talk with me personally. He is 16. He said that he has never met his native father, though he is alive. Their native mother, now dead, abandoned them and left them in the orphanage. He still remembers how she drank alcohol and invited different men to their house. He had a deep resentment. I explained to him the meaning of sin and how it dominated the lives of his parents. That is why they did it to him. I told him how the devil held them in his hands and destroyed their lives. I then told them about God's love, his deed on Golgotha, and that Jesus could heal his soul like he did in my life. If he believes and receives Jesus into his life, then Jesus could release him from sin, which lives in him and destroys his life. He understood that he needed Jesus, although he did not want to repent and come to Jesus, as he has been having adult relationships with a girl for two years already. Before I left, I preached about the prodigal son from Luke 15 
and gave an invitation at the end of our service. As soon as I said it, a native brother of Alexander kneeled and called for the Lord. O oh Lord, forgive me my sins and accept me to you. Yet again, we see the wonderful example of faithful men going forth in Jesus' name. They lovingly share the gospel of Christ and are reaching one life at a time. The labors can be long and painstaking, but the Lord moves in His own time and brings forth the harvest. And yes, His field is vast. Pray, as He commanded, for more workers to go into harvest fields of white. As for you, always be sober-minded, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. 2 Timothy 4, verse 5. In the Apostle Paul's words to the young pastor he had been mentoring, Timothy, we can see an excellent pattern laid down for all of us as believers. While it's true that not all of us are called to be pastors, teachers, and large-scale evangelists, we are all called to be faithful witnesses for Christ. We're commissioned to share with others the hope we have through the gospel of Jesus. We're to be sober in all things. Now, this doesn't mean a constant, severe, grim attitude. Rather, it means to be serious about what God has called us to do. We're to be discerning the times and our surroundings. We're to be always ready to reach out to someone when the Lord prompts. We're also called to endure hardship following the example of so many other believers who have gone before. That can be hard to remember in our relatively comfortable, affluent culture, but none of us are guaranteed ease and comfort in our lives. In fact, too much ease and comfort can be deadly if taken for granted or to the extreme. Faith can be easy in times of plenty, but what happens to our faith when hard times come? we might be desperately strapped for funds to pay the bills. Perhaps we're struggling with a chronic or even potentially terminal illness. It could be we simply feel alone, surrounded by critics and enemies who mock what we believe. Or possibly we've labored for years in a ministry and visible fruit seems scarce at best or even invisible. It's in those times that we must cling to Christ all the more, trusting in Him instead of ourselves and our own efforts. He then gets the glory He's due when we begin to see and yield fruit in our lives and ministries. Alexander faces this challenge. He and his team have a difficult ministry environment in harsh, forbidding Siberia. Getting where the unreached live isn't as simple as climbing in the car and driving on a well-maintained highway to their villages and homes. Alexander and his team must surmount significant obstacles to get to the people who need to hear of salvation in Christ Jesus. But they know what God has called them to do, and they do it. They trust in His gracious provision. They rely on His promises to do what only He can do in His sovereign timing. They believe Him even when they can't see the outcome. As the beloved old hymn says, they trust and obey. May we also follow their example as we fulfill what God has called us to do for His glory.
Learn how SGA is sharing the gospel, equipping the church, and helping the forgotten at sga.org.